What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. You got it. <laughs> this is not <laughs> another damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our yeah. damn selves. Episode 310. Yeah, wow. <laughs> 310. We're getting close to that Chi-Town episode 312. We've a couple episodes. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be hot that day we can call episode summertime shy. Yeah, because we get it. <laughs> yeah. we watch, hope. Watch, watch it be like 50 degrees that episode. We, just, <laughs> we can hope for nice weather. Well, I won't complain too much. The yeah, weather well, and the weather been all over the place. It went from 40 to 70 in like two days. So it's kind of been all over the place. It was nice though this weekend. It was. Like I said, it went from 40 to 70 in two days. But like on Friday or like Thursday, it was like 40. It's like, I'm yeah. in a hoodie and shit. It's like, so. <laughs> <laughs> kind of all over the place is weather, but we had some nice weekend weather at least. And, yeah, and I had a pretty good weekend myself. Let's go right into it, talk about the weekend. I got to shout out Babe's Uncle Charles, Uncle Charles, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> he celebrated his 80th birthday. It's a blessing right there. Yeah. Hey. So he had he had a nice little party. I went to his um celebrate on birthday number 80 for Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> Uh, 80, 80 is a new 60 or whatever. <laughs> like, right. Don't look 80. Yeah, he was getting around. Really good. Yeah. He definitely didn't look 80. It's just how you feel. Yeah. It's how you feel. You can be, you know, Asian. The, the, um, the um, entertainment was phenomenal. It's because um, he had um, shout out to homie DJ T Bone, who's um, pretty much mm -hmm. Mr. Joliet. Anytime, oh. I go, anytime I go out there and uh, Joliet, he's the DJ. So I'm to the point now. If I, see, if, I, if I go to an event, I see another DJ. I'm just like, who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> I've been out there so because like Babe's hometown is um Joliet. So every time mm -hmm. I've been out there and we went to an event, T Bone was the DJ. The hardest working man in Joliet. I was like, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. To I was like, you do all of them. <laughs> like literally. Hey. I ain't mad. I get it. It's a small town. Like, yeah, like, um, like. I'd like, <laughs> own that town too. I get it. <laughs> so once you build a reputation, people are okay. Yeah, T Bone, he knows his shit. Let's hire him. It's like, there you go. That's what it is. Uh, build a good rep. And then they had a uh, a blues band performing as well, too. And oh. this is where things get interesting. Yeah. Hey, they were dope, though. Yeah. Like the blues band. They had, yeah, the, um, you know, the typical, yeah, piece. They had the, um, of course, the lead singer, you had the guitar, bass player, um, drums, and keys. Like, so they had all the pieces there. Mm -hmm. no, no horn section, but that's a whole nother stuff. <laughs> 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 they had the other pieces, though. <laughs> and so um, I got to show off my vocal skills. Don't ask how this happened. You know, like, he was, like, on one of the songs, he was going around, like, singing to the audience members. He went up to the lady and was like, um, yeah, it's like, um, we sing to my lady. He didn't ask, but he was going to serenade. But then I went and so he was doing the Smokey Robinson, the uh, um, baby, baby, the ooh, baby, baby. You know that record. Yeah. I was macking on, was trying to holler at Brenda. And Brenda, we have a preach. Oh, cheese was hollering at um, Damon's girl. It's like, y'all know. <laughs> And Twitter couldn't get no girls. Y'all know the scene. I'm talking about <laughs> the court <Quarter> parties. <laughs> the break front. Y'all know the scene. I'm talking about yeah. But um, yeah. When I was singing a lot in that year, so then I he's like, oh, okay, you got it. So he handed me the mic, and I went into the whole the ooh, baby baby. <laughs> People didn't know Oz man got vocals. I'm like, yeah, I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> 
I shocked half the people there. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I'll see you. Yeah. It wasn't led up to that before that, yeah, because um, yeah, <laughs> what uh, <laughs> let's get the back story about getting into that, yeah, because uh, we we went there yeah, like Dave, she had on this nice little dress, like you know, form fitting, like showing uh -huh. off her little shape, and yeah, she's um, she she working with a little something, something, yeah. <laughs> And he said, I'll see you earlier. And then she asked me, how, which you asked before, too, why do guys do that? <laughs> you said, <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. And I explained, it's like, well, like, that's a guy thing. It's like, uh, that's a guy thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just, yeah. It's just basically try to, you give him props. It's like, yeah, compliment. <laughs> so why are you complimenting you on me? And I was like, <laughs> I was like so that's what led to it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if your guy wasn't here, I'd holler at you. Basically, that's what that yeah, translates like, um, to. Or not only that, yeah, I was um I was gonna holler until I realized she was with Yeah, you. right. Until I realized she was taken. Yeah, oh, she got and um she was like, girls don't do that because yeah, like a woman can't just tell you that your husband is handsome, you probably be ready to punch her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock had a perfect bit about the why that is because guys will look at a girl and be like, okay, yeah, I gotta get me a woman like that where Chicks be like, yeah, I'm gonna take. I gotta get me him, <laughs> man. <laughs> they look at the actual dude, not like, wow. It's like, yeah, got you. Like, not I'm like, wow. Do you have a brother or a friend or something? It's like, no, I want you now. It's like, wait, what? But she said, yeah, some chick had walked up to her and said, um, I see you there, and she probably would. Have yeah. <laughs> was like, so there's a guy thing, I guess. Definitely. So that was my weekend. Happy birthday, Uncle Charles, yo, celebrating 80. And I got to sing to the crowd. So there we go. That's what I did this weekend. We got to go outside this weekend because, like, an event that we were supposed to go to got postponed. So then, since I had the kids out and I was with mom, we just went to the playground and let okay. them enjoy some outside weather and their kids and outside. Back in little... my day, we'd be outside to the we'd be outside. Yeah. They were a little bummed at first when, um, they were looking at phones, we'd be outside. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> have iPads, we'd be outside. We'd be outside. At the first part that we went to, it was like really no kids. And I was like, where's the kids? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have control of that. Yes, that's what I said. Roblox. That's where they at. <laughs> but then we went to another playground then. Um it was another little it was a little girl that was there. So I already made friends. Oh, one kid, okay. <laughs> it was one kid. But they were like playing the floor is lava. It's, I'm sure that we play. <laughs> it's a YouTube. It's like Google the floor is lava, and then Khalil was a lava monster, and <laughs> like I mean, they were. I mean, that's basically like you're it, like yeah, because like we pretty we, much yeah. The lava monster was it. <laughs> well, the lava <laughs> monster, the one that had to count when you played hide and seek, is the one kid that got to count while everybody else had. So they had a ball. So or seven I mean, up, you're the one that with your head down, basically. That's what the lava monster. <laughs> You got to be a ball our age to seven up to know this game. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that my kids were able to go outside, enjoy some nice weather, play, make a friend, and just overall just enjoy being a kid. Like, these are the precious moments that you can't get back that you yeah. want to freeze in time sometimes, but the kids got to grow. They got to continue to grow up. But I do appreciate and cherish my moments that I have with them. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Well, we'll do a quick um I know we ain't gonna bore you with a lot of NBA talk because 
a lot didn't happen this week. It's like uh, it's no nobody got eliminated. We in the second round, so we'll just go over the quick talks. Like, congrats going out to Joel Embiid. Finally, MVP. His MVP. Yeah, he's been waiting for this for about three years. <laughs> He, he did play, play in the work. He played in the work. Played his ass out, led the league in scoring. Like I said, as a center, as a center, is like that's not. It's not nineteen eighty where like the bigs dominated. Like I said, it's a guard dominated league now. So for him to like lead the league in scoring mm -hmm. is a big. That's phenomenal. <laughs> And can we say uh, that he had the cutest interruption when his son just ran out? That that was just so cute when his son ran out. Because <laughs> I was like, his son has no idea that his dad is Joel Embiid. I, I didn't think it's so cute, like, when the NBA players be out with their kids. And it's like, that's just daddy to me. And then they don't realize that, like, your dad is MVP. Uh, like, he don't realize that. Like, your dad, like, this is just daddy to him. But I thought that was adorable when his son ran out. I saw some haters online, of course, talk about the uh, participation trophy. But like he, he acted like he sucked. Like he played his ass up just because um the Nuggets had a better record than um yeah. But Joel Embiid had better numbers than Jokic. So like and then, you, you, go with, you, you, you go with team or you go with like individual numbers. It's like you, like even guy could have won. How did like, huh? his team do when you took when Joel Embiid didn't play? Look at his rec. Look at how much of an impact he made on his team when he didn't play. Yeah. So, yeah, David, like, no, like, um, it could have gone either way. Like, Jokic could have gotten his third, but he didn't, though. Like, Embiid got it. Well, he has two. Come on now. Like, win them all is like, and some were even questioning that. It's like, <laughs> 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 if he had won three, I would love to have seen Kendrick Perkins' reaction. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> I mean, I figured Embiid would get because of like the way that he's just this been playing. This season, I was like, you know, um, yeah, dude, dude was so dominant. I was like, if he don't get it this year, then he's probably never going to get it. That's mm -hmm. what I saw. <laughs> but congrats to him with that. And here's an interesting stat that you'll find fascinating. Yeah, like um, mm -hmm. as an NBA fan, <laughs> like um, with the eight remaining teams that are in the second round, it's like eight teams left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's break them down, like and see. Um, <laughs> you're gonna um, you're gonna be fascinated by this the same way I was. Okay, um, Denver Nuggets. What seed were they in their conference? One. Okay, Boston Celtics. What seed were they? One. Nah, Boston was two. Milwaukee. Two, was two, two. Milwaukee was one. Okay. No, I, I thought you were saying their uh, which McCall and their um. We're going in the conference, yeah. In the conference, I'm, I'm thinking in their division. I'm sorry, nah, I was thinking the division. Conference, in um, their conference, okay, yeah, they were two. Philadelphia 76ers, what seed were they? Three and eight. Right. <laughs> Phoenix Suns, what seed were they? Four. You're already intrigued now. <laughs> All right, New York Knicks, what seed were they? They were the fifth. Okay, the fifth. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> this is getting weird. Golden State Warriors, what seed were they? They were six. Definitely, they were six. I remember that. Okay. They just missed the play-in. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Let's get to the play-in. Lakers, what seed were they? Seven. <laughs> And last but not least, Miami Heat were what seed? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, what the hell? This is the first time in NBA history that that's happened in the second round that each, each team was a different seed. You had one through eight all represented in the second round. That's never happened in NBA history. This is so weird. <laughs> like, wow, that is fascinating. It's really weird. I didn't discover that. I was, I was going down the YouTube rabbit hole and saw that it's like, um, it was like, this is the first time in NBA history that this has happened. I was like, okay, like, what is it? Then they started breaking it down like I did. I was like, wow. I was like, you're right. You got one through each. Each team is a difference. It's never happened. One after you said Philadelphia, there, like, and I was like, okay, I see what this is going on. Yeah. 
That's so weird. Oh my gosh. Yep. I was like, wow. um, I gotta mention that to the kids. She'll be fascinated. By I, mean, I like it though. I, I like yeah. it. I like weird little, like, you know, weird like facts. Yeah, you know, that um, yeah, <laughs> like weird shit, weird NBA facts. <laughs> that's one there. Uh, that's a recent one that just happened this year, and it's the only time that's ever. That's because we had so many upsets here. Yeah. Like yeah. we had an eight one upset, we had a, a seven two upset, we had a three six three upset. We had a lot of upsets is why this has happened. Typically in the second round, it's gonna be most of the top teams, most of like yeah, right. like one through four. So now you might have a five or six sneak in, like yeah. You might have like one that happens, but well, yeah, you rarely have seven or eights, like especially the eights, like the eight seed hardly ever beats the it only happened like five or six times in NBA history. Including when the Bulls lost to eight when Derrick Rose got hurt. That <laughs> Bulls are in that history. Are in that five or six times. The Bulls are part of that. Yeah. <laughs> I forget you Philadelphia for back then. <laughs> that was the um Drew Evan Turner. Evan Turner. <laughs> Elton Brown. That was that. Team. Your own turn, Evan Turner. Andre, Andre Iguodala. That was that. Team. I still hold grudges. <laughs> <laughs> that Sixers team. Yeah. I'm petty. I still hold grudges. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, I mean, I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. Well, but yeah. I don't want. I'm not going to talk about any of the matchups because it's still ongoing. Like I said, if somebody had been eliminated, we mentioned right now, all of this is still like moving parts. Prediction though, who do you think is going to go to the conference finals on the uh, West? West, I don't know. It's too early to tell. I say, well, I won't even say as a sure thing with Denver anymore. They still got Kevin Durant and um. And um, um Chris Paul, uh, uh, they still got that. <laughs> they still got that to deal with. I think got that three-headed monster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's still yeah. And Aiden, you can't forget DeAndre Aiden. Yeah, he can. Yeah, Aiden was yeah. a number was pick number one overall for a reason. Yeah, it's still up in the air to me. Like I don't have a prediction. Too early. It is kind of like. Like the way that both of these, like, because it looked like Denver was Why like the four teams could advance. It's, it's, it like they would dominate. It did like Denver was going to dominate at first because of the way they breeze through uh, Minnesota, and then the way they would just dominate on Phoenix. But now Phoenix maybe might have gotten their jitters out. So now they like they got some home cooking. They got their jitters out, you know, and they're like, okay, they let's some home, some home calm cooking. it down, calm it down. Oh, like this is this is going to be interesting. On both sides, like um, yeah, like ooh. like um, on the east, you could say like Boston is a favorite, but they got the the reigning MVP on the other side. It's like yeah. like it's like it could go either way. It's like, and then New York, Miami, like that, literally is probably the closest matchup. That's in the, the closest matchup. And the second round, I mean, that's probably the closest. Jimmy Butler is just Jimmy's Jimmy. <laughs> he's playing out his mind right the now. The I, the M, the M. <laughs> he's playing out his mind. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be gutsy and I'll say <laughs> I'll say Denver and Golden State and oh, Boston yeah. Boston and Miami. Okay, that's your final four. I'll say that. I'm not saying. Let me be wrong. <laughs> not saying Knicks, because I honestly don't have an opinion. The Knicks are Knicks. The Knicks are nicking again. <laughs> They are so to team my, to team my pick to win it all got bounced in the got first. So that's why I'm kind of like, um, I don't know about any of these teams. <laughs> any of them could win at this point. Yeah. I didn't have a front leader at all, and I wasn't feeling Denver. But like after Denver breezed through Minnesota and the way that they handled the game Phoenix at first, I'm like, maybe they might be the truth. They might be the real deal. But you know. 
you still got Chris Paul on them and Kevin Durant and Booker and Aiden. You still got that going on. So anything can happen. Yeah. But that's what I'll say. I'll say, well, no, I'm probably wrong, but whatever. <laughs> we'll stay in basketball temporarily for those that are rolling their eyes about sports. <laughs> um, let's talk about Bronny James. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. You because no, we're in that season right now where people have um college acceptance, college prom, season, and, um, yeah, people are graduation, um, people who are graduating announcements, they doing that like mm-hmm. what college, yeah, though. You see everybody post though. Well, I'm at that age where I got people that got kids going to college, so yeah, definitely. Well, I got some people that got kids that graduated college, and I'm like, that's, meanwhile, that's, I'm looking at my that's little that's kids. Why, that's why I got kids, <laughs> people got kids who are, whose kids are going, uh, uh, yeah, I got people who got grandkids, your kids' age, basically. I know, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's the age I'm at. <laughs> so they kids graduated college and they got kids. <laughs> but um, yeah, Bronny James, USC, he chose yeah. Yes, USC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So staying in LA, stay out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stay. Uh, yeah. Stay close to home. Yeah. And I know LeBron. I know LeBron. That's his dream to play with his son. So like um, yes. So um, I think he's gonna hold and. Years. It, does, it doesn't make sense for him to retire now. He's still dominant. It's like LeBron hasn't really. He hasn't really. He has. He's obviously like a little bit, but he hasn't really lost his. He step. hasn't done this. <laughs> you know, like the the quick drop. It's not like Kobe. Um, with um post Achilles. After the Achilles, it was Jordan with the Wizards. Like he's not there yet. It's like yeah, like if um if Brown was there, then it'd be like okay, maybe you should hang it up, but. He's still playing at a high level, so why not hold on until mm-hmm. Bronny is able to enter the league? And then LeBron is what thirty eight this year. Thirty eight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he turns thirty eight this year. Yeah, so twenty I, years since LeBron got drafted. He was eighteen when he got. I say forty. Yeah. So, and that, and if Bronny does one and done, which he probably will, yeah, I say maybe he can hang up at forty. There you go. If Bronny does the one and done, that means next year he'll be entering the draft at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that Bronny would be entering the draft. <laughs> We're just talking about that before we recorded. Like, we know, like, so many second-generation players now. We're old. <laughs> We're just old now. Yeah, I'm accepted. We actually remember their parents playing. Not like um when you vaguely remember. Vaguely like, remember. Oh, I remember the, his King dad. And I remember King and Martin with the Nuggets. Like, I remember that. We all know we, 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 we were Dale Curry with the Hornets. Yeah. Dale Curry with the Hornets. With Larry, the- Larry Nance with the Cavs. Like, I remember that shit. It's like, <laughs> um, what's another one? Um, Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson with Showtime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rick Brunson with the rebuilding Bulls that suck. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I remember that. <laughs> with the the terror the terror bulls as we'll nice. call it. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, they were the terror bulls. Terror like Rick Brunson was part of the Bulls during awful. that era. They were awful during that era. Yikes. Like Brunson. I knew I knew it had to be his son because like Brunson is not that common. Brunson is not that common. They, they gotta be Rick Brunson's kid. Like when I first saw him being trying like they gotta be Rick Brunson's kid. So sure enough it was. Oh, uh Gary Payton Jr. Payton Jr. We remember Gary, we remember the glove. We remember that. We remember 96 Super Sox. We remember that finals. We remember yeah. that. Vague, uh, not vaguely, vividly. I put I put it on Mike and then Mike. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> what a, that's what an infamous meme comes with Jordan looking at the iPad and he laughs like, yeah. I put the glove. <laughs> he said he put the because uh, remember Bulls dominated the games one, two, and three, four and five, Seattle. We thought it was gonna be a sweep. 
Yeah. Like we were all preparing. Okay, like yeah. Okay, they boiled. They went in. They went in tomorrow. Yeah, so rally's they, gonna be on Tuesday. Be on Tuesday. We were, all, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were I was already preparing to cut class to go to that rally. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then sure enough, now when they lost, it's like, well, well, ain't gonna be no rally Tuesday. Maybe on Thursday, and they lost again. It's okay. Well, we get it Saturday. Then so whatever. It's kept getting pushed back that rally. It's like, <laughs> my gosh. But it was something like that. We like so knew it was gonna be a sweep until Gary put the glove on Mike before Mike laughed and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and this some it's something to that, yeah. Like um, because Harrison Hawkins was driving Jordan for the first three games. They made the switch. Peyton driving in game four and five. So <laughs> it's some evidence to that. <laughs> I gotta look at Jordan's numbers during those games. It's some evidence that the yeah. glove was on him. No, <laughs> we gotta go into the vault. Let's go into the vault and see. Break out the analytics, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go on my basketball reference and check that out. Like, how did Jordan compare his one through three? How did he do in four and five compared to those first three games? See, did did uh, did Peyton put the glove on him? We're gonna look, <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom. Well, we remember that we remember vividly these Maybe. players playing in their prime. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we should do it now. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna pull that up while the whole thing. Maybe this will be right when we get to the bottom of it. I got to pull up the 96 NBA Finals and Michael Jordan stats. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> no, I'm being petty now, but I want to know. <laughs> it's too old, though. It's like, it's just crazy. But like we always say the thing, time stops for no one. Yeah. It's going to keep on going. And what's going to be really crazy is if we see like the third generation, because yeah. these players now, like their kids, like when their kids get old enough. Yeah. Like it's, it's little Ken Curry. He's like, is he going to play in the league? He might play in the league. Ken and Curry might be playing in the league. Never know. So if we see him, then we're like, we knew we saw your granddaddy. We saw your daddy. We saw your uncle. Um, yeah. If, um, yeah, we always you said yeah. We, uh, I was I forgot what, who I was gonna say. <laughs> so I was looking at this Jordan. So yeah, I forgot who I was gonna say. Yeah, or um, like I said, a well, second generation. Uh, like I said, we see um, uh, like a second generation that we may see is we may see uh Derek's son playing soon. Like yeah, Derek's son might play in the league in the next so, yeah, ten he years. Might, um, he, he might be in the next ten years or so. Yeah, I've seen him hooping. Yeah, look like he got some skills. Like we'll yeah. see. If, um, NBA level skills, but yeah, he definitely got skills. Yeah, he got some skills. Because mm -hmm. as soon as they showed him, like, the way that he shoots his free throw, like, he has like the same free throws down, like, the way he spins the ball, like, he shoots it just like his father. But like, he has the same stance. It's like, it's amazing how kids just inherit. Like, because some stuff is like, they may not have watched their parents shoot like that, but it's just in their DNA. And then they have the same mannerisms and the same everything as their parents. It's just crazy how. DNA just works like that. Unfortunately, Michael Jordan's kids didn't. It didn't pan out for them. <laughs> Unfortunately, all Marcus Jordan got was Thotty Pippen. <laughs> can't win them all. You can't win them all. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll consider that a W, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, so you can't. I mean, like you can't win them all as far as like not laughing playing the league. Like, laughing at Thotty Pippen. That's all. That was a Thotty Pippen shot. That's all that was. <laughs> I think I got these NBA finals. I'm okay. just trying to pull up the stats. <laughs> let's hear them. Okay, let's, let's see. I got to pull up Michael Jordan stats in these finals. That's all I want to see. That's what the, what matters is like what Jordan did. We're trying, to, we're trying to see if the glove was put on him. It's all that matters is this Michael Jordan. 
because you know that Jordan stands. He didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, like Jordan could do no wrong. Let some people tell it. It's like, with me, I'm realistic. Like, I think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, but um, he wasn't perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> All right, I found the traveling cocaine circus was some rough years. Oh yes, he carried. See, that's no, that's where you give props to. He carried bombs to he like carried like, that. Yes, yeah. but that was some rough years. That <laughs> was some hard basketball. <laughs> bombs to the playoffs, like that's where you give your props. <laughs> yeah, somebody said he carried some crackheads. <laughs> I was watching all a video and they said that um. With um about Jordan, he said Jordan about see Ben did so it was like did did Shaq carry Kobe it was basically like was a, what the video was about during those mm -hmm. first three championships. And they said first one it was clearly Shaq's team, second Kobe got a little closer. By the third one, um, it was one A and one B. So he's like, right, we can't say that Shaq carried. He said unlike LeBron that carried um the Cavaliers yeah. like the um yeah the Vanderson Berenjal Cavs in 07. said or the twenty eighteen Cavs that so it's like Brian clearly carried those teams. It said or Michael Jordan who carried a bunch of crackheads to the playoffs which by dropping sixty three on Boston. So I jumped in the comments I was like they weren't crackheads who were traveling cocaine circus. Get it right. Not crack. Cocaine circus. <laughs> <laughs> had to had to had to clarify that. Oh, had to like, clarify they weren't crackheads. The, the travel <laughs> circus. They get it, get it right. <laughs> okay, I got the finals. Yeah, we got it almost. <laughs> no, I've been stalling trying to get these numbers. <laughs> okay. Cobra right. Commander. No, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. I want to go game by game. I just got his total stats. Yeah. I got to go game by game. We might have to come back to this. Just show me the you – know, here's the finals. Okay. Game one. Okay. We're just going to break down what Jordan did in each game. <laughs> game one, Jordan scored 28. Okay. Game two, I know it's the odds being an asshole, but that's what I do. I'm an asshole. <laughs> you game know. Two, 29. Okay, so yeah, he's still on par. Game one and two. Yeah. Game three. <laughs> I'm just looking at points now. We ain't got time to look at all yeah, that. Yeah, we ain't got time for all that. Only a fucking hour-long podcast. <laughs> now say we weren't gonna go sports, we always went a half hour on this shit already. Yeah. About what Jordan did 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> all right, game three. What do I have? 36. So now he's down. So they were ready to eliminate him by the end. Game three. Uh, so game four, we're getting ready to sweep that ass. Game four. Mm, 23 points. His, his scoring dropped a little bit from 36 to 23. Mm. And that's his lowest scoring game so far. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Game five, what did Mike do? 26. That's about what he did in game one. Yeah. Okay. A lot of these, like, it's a lot of the other players fell off in this game. Like Scotty had 14. Like, two coach. Yeah. Out. So it's um, it's some evidence, but it's inconclusive at this point. Yeah, it's inconclusive, I would say. Six, you might as well close it out, like, yeah, game six. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to break down the advanced stats to see, like, Jordan's efficiency and all of that. I'm just looking yeah. at the total right now. In game six, he had 22. So that's like um his the one they clinched in was his lowest scoring game, ironically. So yeah. that's 
Like I said, the results are inconclusive. It's inconclusive, so inconclusive. Yeah. But we have to see efficiency, and that's a whole another podcast. Advanced stats, yeah. Like we ain't got time right. for that. It took long enough just doing that shit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't have advanced stats. Let's get off of sports right now. Let's shift gears right now. Let's talk about Ebony K. Williams. Have you been following this? <laughs> EK Dub is what I call it. <laughs> I didn't even know who that was because, like, I don't be like on social media. She has a show on the Grio. That's um all but I. Then I had to like Google and find out who she was. I decided saying, I'm, "I'm part of Breakfast viral. Club." These covers are viral, viral. The reason why I know who she is, so I didn't know who she. I'm was. part of Breakfast Club and her and Charlemagne are friends and all of that. So like, um, so I knew who she was just based on that. Yeah. I don't watch her stuff, obviously. I just know who. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. Her Breakfast Club appearances. That's what I know. <laughs> no, it's what EK Dub is what I always call it. <laughs> EK Dub. Yes, what? I've. <clears throat> I saw um, Miss Williams. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, um, if um, if you weren't married, would you date a bus driver? <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> A bus driver means that he's gainfully employed and he has a union job and that he's a working, a hardworking man and everything. I know bus drivers. I have a few friends who are bus drivers for for a city bus, for a CTA. And yeah. I have somebody who definitely does a pace bus too. I know, I, think. I know some CTA bus drivers and I know some school bus drivers. I know they yeah. drive the yellow bus and drive the CTA. I know both. Yeah. My teacher actually married a, a Greyhound bus driver, one of my teachers. Okay, coach bus. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, and they're still married. They had three kids. They're still oh, together. You got, got a brother that works into the, tr the uh, transportation. Yeah, it works in transportation. <laughs> it's huh. nothing. I mean, here's my thing. I keep on going back to every job has a purpose. Let's break it down for those that don't every know. job does have a purpose. Let's break they it do. down for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, Ebony um, K was she's sitting there with um Ayala Van Zandt. Ayala Van Zandt, Miss Fix My Life. Ayala, yeah. yeah, they were having um a uh, conversation. I won't say an interview is more of a conversation. Like how we the conversation. <laughs> and she always says, Ayala always goes beloved. <laughs> She asked, like, would you date a bus driver? Ebony says, like, yes, if he owned the bus. <laughs> like, she shot right back. <laughs> and that rubbed some, ruffled some feathers. You know, people were feeling some type of way about that shit, yeah. Instead of just either leaving it alone or, like, um, just saying that, or, like, clarifying it better, she doubles down when she's on her she own. She doubles down on it. And, like, tries to blame white supremacy and all this. She just went on a whole, like, rant that ain't have shit. <laughs> it was like, she oh, literally played it. the literally played how is white supremacy connected to being a bus driver how is that connected man because um black men you should expect more from yeah because if you, if you accept mediocrity that's white supremacy like yeah so you say granted we could we had to stay in the back of the bus that's about the only connection i could make but that's about it but i can't make another connection with black tried to play the race card and it was funny and then she got roasted even further because she was once engaged to a white man so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> so black. Once engaged, tell me that she's not engaged. Fine. Black Once engaged, tell me she's not engaged anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, black, black excellence is That's fine, except when, except when it comes to your bedroom. Okay, I see. <laughs> you only expect but black what, excellence except when it comes to the bed. Okay. What did what did say a white man do? <laughs> let's let's delve in and see what yeah, he I want, did. I want to look up and see what yeah her her ex fiance did. I would I, I don't know his story, but I want to look that up. <laughs> 
but uh, they're not together anymore. So the danger I, that which I get, like, because like I wouldn't marry her either. You see how she is. <laughs> <laughs> She probably says some slick like that to him, and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't need this deuces. <laughs> got the fuck out of there. <laughs> the, the thing that, and uh, I hate to say it like this, but some of us Black women, we need to stop listening to City Girls and... Period. <laughs> and EK Dub. We need to stop listening to women like that who are either have never been in law or like can't stay in long-term relationships. Kar you know what I mean? Like with Diddy, but I don't know. <laughs> that's a situationship. That's not. We don't even talk about that. <laughs> that's a situationship. Sorry, I brought that. So yeah, city girls, they ain't got a good track record. Because what's a situationship? They date little Uzi version. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> My thing is, if you're in a situationship, take it for what it is. It's just you getting you getting your sex, and you're getting you might be getting some of this. Just take it for what it is. That's Don't try to make girl. it more that's than what it is. City girl, that's all you care about is the sex and this. <laughs> so right. She got what she wanted. <laughs> keep it, but keep it. But a lot of people, they fit what they feel. It's like you say, I'm cool with a situation, but then you really want a marriage. And it's like, then you want to try to make this into a marriage. And it's like, dude, it's like, no, it's not. And then you start acting weird and start acting possessive yeah. and all that. Nuts. Like, yeah, you got to take stuff for what it is, but. If you want a real relationship, like let's just stop looking automatically at just the dollar, like just the dollar, the dollar, the dollar. Because ultimately, when people look at people look at these stories, um, I watched recently um a video about Bernie Mac and his wife and everything, and how their relationship was so beautiful. And I wish that Bernie was still here to this day because he was just like I like him so much. I always like Bernie Mac as a person. And everything, but just seeing like how he was and just knowing like a little more personal detail about how he was with his family. I like him that much more now. Like I just have so much respect for Bernie Mac and everything he stood for. And a lot of women, you won't ever have like a Bernie Mac or a Barack Obama or a Denzel Washington. You won't have that because when you look at these women who are with these men way back when they had nothing. They didn't, uh, they didn't start there. Barack Obama what? didn't start out as president. Bernie Mac didn't start out as a king of comedy. King of comedy. Denzel like, didn't start off as the as goat Oscar, of uh, acting. Oscar winner. He didn't start there. He didn't start as that. A lot of times the women, they but they were with the men because the man, and this is not what I'm talking I'm not talking about your man, I have a vision and he just wants to play PlayStation all day. That's not what I mean. Wants to smoke and drink all day. <laughs> right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about men who are like, okay, I want to, I have this vision. I have this vision to have my own company. I'm going to have this. Here's my plan. Here's my detail. Here's everything laid out. I'm going to school. I'm taking classes. I'm doing da da this. He has a real plan, a real blueprint. And he actually is doing things actively to get to that. He's every step, step A complete. Now step B, now step C. He's doing everything in order how he's supposed to do. But if you are with a man who is building a dynasty, building a legacy, you may be the breadwinner at some point. You may have to hold it down. Bernie Mac's wife was a nurse. She held it down. And then as soon as he made his first million, she was able to quit her job. He retired her. You ain't got to work no more, baby. I'm a millionaire. You ain't got to work no more. Same thing with um, Denzel and his wife. Barack she was, was the breadwinner. Yeah. And Barack was interning under Michelle. <laughs> yeah. 
But these women were there with men who had visions. And like I said, a lot of well, I ain't got, and then you be mad when uh, you say you ain't got time, but then when you want to get that successful man, but he's already, I've been with my wife since 82. I'm not leaving her. I don't care. Yeah, you got your cute thing going on, but this woman held me down. I'm going to stay with my queen who's been holding me down. And now you mad. Another one, uh, which we gone, yeah, you know, we not new with this tied full circle. Another one who was, um, whose wife went with him when he had nothing. It's DJ Envy of The Breakfast There Club. you go. Like when he, well, was, he was on the bus. Breaking, yeah, he was on the bus. He was on the bus. His wife, like she was working, holding down the house, like while he was like trying to make it as a DJ. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, now look, yeah, he's one of the top DJs in the country right now. Yeah, DJ Envy. And he went at Ebony. He wins on Brown. He did. And I, I, I appreciate how he yeah, went. But you know how I feel personal. That's a, you know how I feel about that. I get a little personal because, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. If a man has a vision and you see that he's actually doing his vision and as he's growing and living, stuff, living in his purpose and all of that, yeah. <laughs> living in his purpose, doing what he's supposed to. Like I said, I'm not talking about the guy who's bullshitting around. That's, why, that's not what I'm talking about. But Envy, I saw when he went at her, Envy was like, I do a lot of uh, seminars and workshops because Envy is heavy in real estate. Yeah, like he's like, uh, yeah, he's not just a DJ. He always jokes that he owns like half of New Jersey, basically. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like a bunch of properties he owns. DJ is just his fun money. Yeah. His real money is in real estate. Yeah, his business is real estate. Like you said, like DJ is just like his hobby. I do this for fun. I do this for fun. Almost his hobby at this point. (laughs) I do this for, okay, if, uh, if my kids want to go to Disney World, okay, my DJ will pay for Disney World. Yeah. For the family. Because they would have got six kids. Six kids. His wife just had a baby. They like, got a lot of kids. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You need a lot of money to take care of six kids. You got a one-year-old just had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they need to, you need to have that money in New York. If they in New York, New Jersey, wherever they are. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they out there. New York, New Jersey. Whatever is expensive as hell. Where they live. It's like, yeah. Money. But he was like, I run these real estate workers. He said a lot of the guys uh, who are in there, he said they are bus drivers today. He's because yeah, they have union right. jobs. They have benefits. Yeah. Because people are do this. Like mom said that she knew people like that. Mom was like, when she was a teacher, she said she knew a guy that he had real estate as his side hustle. Yeah. He had a teacher. He was a teacher, but he also invested in real estate. Yeah. Like I said, you can have a regular ass union job because union jobs give you great benefits. Yeah, use that for your benefits. Great benefits. Where you trying to where you make your money is doing something else though, yeah. And then you take that money, you live below your means, you take that money, you invest it into another vehicle to make you more money. So then eventually it's like you work a union job, you work 10 years at your union job, you're vested. You work another 10 years, now you can get that, uh, you can get your benefits, you can get your uh medical and stuff. Now you can retire. Yeah, you can be retired at like 50. And if you've been investing your money all this time. Into something else, real estate, whatever, stocks, but whatever, into something else that's going to generate you money. You retire. You got your you got your portfolio, and you got a pension, and you got you got all this stuff coming now. Thanks. But people don't see, but because you're not a millionaire by the time you're 21, then you're fit. Like get out of here. Like you, like you're never going to find somebody if that's the only thing you're looking for. If that's the only thing, you're not going to find anybody. You're just not. 
And I'm glad that Envy, like, he came at her. I'm glad he came at her hard. I was in the comments for that, you know, like, that's what I came for. Like, I was Michael Jackson with the popcorn literally during that whole interview. I was like, I'm just here for the comments. And everybody pretty much, they all sided with Envy on that. They all came just at her. Just keep it real. Uh, EK Dub, she's 39. You, you knocking on 40. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, and I said, I don't make the rules, but in society, after women turn over 40, it's like, for a reason, our value seems to drop. Like society makes it like that. I don't think it should. Like I said, that's fucked up how people think like that. But when women get over forty, if you if you're over forty and you're single, oh, you ain't got no man. You ain't got, you crazy as hell. What's wrong with her? Wrong with like her. men over forty don't get that. Men over men over forty. Like how long has Common been single? Right. Common don't get that. He's crazy. But Maya is over forty, and Maya's like, oh, she must be crazy because she's over forty and she has no kids. I have never, never been married either. People are saying that about Ashanti. She's 42. She she ain't got no kids. She's singing. Nah, 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 nah. What's wrong with change. her? Hopefully that'll change soon. Her and Nelly uh they but people they, but people they, come they, at they, women. It seems like they it seems like they're Instagram official now. <laughs> people <laughs> come at women about being over 40 and single. People were saying about Tracy Ellis Ross. She's 50. That's people another, were saying that. Never been married. Like, what's wrong with her? Like she ain't got no kids, she ain't got no man, she must be crazy. But a man over that age, what say, say, say about D Ray? Yeah, like hey, who once dated her back in the day? That's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> men don't, but men don't get that same. They don't get it. But like I said, Ebony K Williams, like you, you knocking you, you knocking at forty's door now. So it's like hmm. people may start. You may start getting that that negativity. So I mean, but but the good thing about what I see that people do. When people like I've seen people where they do the whole I need to have this. This is my this is my list, and they talk about this long ass list of like requirements that um that their man have to have. But then yeah. after about after you be single for so long, they the person they do end up with is like they don't have half of what's on that list. So that's the good thing about maturing is that once you mature, well, and you, you realize really, um some shit is superficial. Superficial. Like, there you go. Well, or is this really that? That's what you do with your list. Your list just goes like that. You just it goes out the window. It literally goes in the trash. Yeah. It's like what you want. Most people want you want companion. You want somebody who you can grow old with. You want somebody you can laugh with. You want somebody that you can just like have a good like just dumb shit. Like I mean, I get like Marcus sends me reels all the time, but like silly ass reels of like things. But just I laugh at it. I send him like some silly meme, and then he like. like you need to be able to do that with your partner. You need to be able to just send dumb shit to your partner that you guys just both laugh at. Like, <laughs> if you can't do that, then are you even in a relationship? If you can't do that with your partner, <laughs> you're not really in a relationship to be. Yeah, right? um, if you can't <laughs> laugh at dumb shit, then what? What is it all for? <laughs> right, just stuff like that, and that's what everybody ultimately wants: somebody you can laugh with, grow old with, just have a good time with. That's all you really want. All of us really wants. And I'm not naive to think that, you know, like we need finances to, you know, of course, everybody costs money. <laughs> everything costs everybody money. Needs but resources, yeah. <laughs> you need resources, but do you really need to take a weekly vacation on a yacht in summertime? No, you don't. You don't need to. I mean, if you can, more power to you. It's nice if you can, but you know. What uh, I'm yeah, saying. that's just um <laughs> blessing if you're able to. That's do a blessing, but yeah. What's going on? Well, let's shift gears. So, um, what's going on with this versus right here? Chris Brown versus Usher. 
<laughs> What's up with this versus? I was looking at my uh, and ironically, I was looking at my thing for uh, Vegas. I'm trying to get my usher to uh, Vegas. I was just thinking day. about um, that's yeah, I want to see that versus like um, I was <laughs> literally last week I was thinking about say Usher and Chris Brown would be a hell of a versus. I think Usher would win, but like Chris would it wouldn't um Chris wouldn't go out without a fight though. It's like yeah, but the fight. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. His last words is like Usher would win, but Chris would go down fighting. Yeah, famous last words. Interesting words. Interesting choice of words. So I was thinking song for song. I had ten like uh, bangers from each of each of them. I had. Yeah. I was like, it will be a yeah, interesting. What the hell is going on with them? Like, did that? Did that? Because TMZ is reporting that it was a fight that occurred, yeah. and then but neither one of them had said nothing. But TMZ, TMZ usually doesn't get stuff like He's that wrong. Pretty credible. Like TMZ nobody from either camp has said nada. So that's why I'm wondering if this story, if this is a, a, a false thing or if this actually something that happened. I'm about to check and see what TMZ is saying. Cause I did. Oh my gosh. Cause I'm like, if this happened, if this fight, because allegedly a fight broke out in Vegas, because Usher's in Vegas with his residency, and then Chris Brown was there. They said that allegedly he was getting fresh with Tiana Taylor and wouldn't leave her alone. And then Usher was like trying to defuse the situation, and Chris just wild out on him. It's allegedly what the story is that was being reported by TMZ. Mm. And they said that Usher left with a bloody nose, allegedly. Well, um, I'm looking at his performance. He um, I got pics from his Saturday performance. I don't see any bloody nose. Like, was it Cap or not? Right. That's what I'm like, allegedly. The TMZ reported that I said, but usually they're pretty they're pretty accurate about stuff. But they just That's don't post um, blind yeah, items. Let's share this real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna use a still and obviously keep this muted because yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you, you know why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no why. But um, I was looking at my thing trying to get my Usher package together now. Well yeah, I don't I don't see any bloody nose much on this. Uh, this is from last night, from Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> he looks okay to me. Yeah, I can't hit that note. I was going to do that. I yeah. can't hit that note. <laughs> so this is what you're going to be seeing if y'all go to Vegas. Yeah, this is what you're going to Because we definitely want to plan to go and actually because like everybody i know who's gone it's like it's amazing right there for you kid. everybody's like the show is amazing they're like it's worth it it's expensive they're like but it's worth it they're like it's worth it. it's worth every penny that you pay for that show so i'm planning my trip to go okay it's usher it's usher it's still on as far as like you said like that's from like saturday night and usher looks okay to me so like yeah, bullshit that went down. Maybe Chris and Usher weren't involved. It could have been like state security. So it's like I'm right from their camp and wasn't like when Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into it at the um <laughs> fashion week and then we saw Cardi with that big ass knot on her head. <laughs> we saw the evidence that, that got physical. Yeah, <laughs> Cardi looked like Scotty Pippen after Alonzo Morning. Oh, <laughs> Cardi had this big old knot. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> So, well, like Martin when he had the thing when he fought <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cardi B had that big ass knot on her head. So I was like, so something definitely happened there. So, yeah. <laughs> I just say that we all can get money. So let's let's not act fools. Like everybody can get it's a piece of pie for everybody. Let's all get our slice of the pie. And officially puts the nail in that versus ever happening. <laughs> Guess it's never gonna happen now. And they both are two incredibly talented black men, you know, doing they dance, doing the damn thing. Let's 
let's not post like let's not put negativity we another here. we haven't had a good verse the last good verses was the one they did the reality show with um escaping swv that's the last good verses that i saw <laughs> And I saw it. I, w- I was watching that series with Ben. They showed that versus performance, and um, yeah, SWV watched Escape. Sorry, it's like <laughs> SWV got bangers. Like Escape yeah. got a couple, yeah, but SWV yeah. got bangers. Yeah, it's the Escape has better voice. They definitely can sing better than SWV, but SWV has more hits. Hits, man. That's that's what I was saying. That, that was one of the um, that was one of the th- the bones of contention on the show. Like who should who should close out. Like um, and Escape kept pushing. Like, yeah, we should close. Like, like, uh, you know, they were pushing that because we better than them. But that's if we kept saying that. Like, we we got the catalog. Like, we should close. They ended up going with Escape closing, and then SWV proved that they should have closed. You know, SWV closed out with um with um week. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in that audience knew all the singing along, knew all the words. That shit. <laughs> the stars racing through yeah. my veins. Yeah, when Escape came on and did Understanding, and audience was like. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> Everyone closed. They should have closed up with like, "Who can I run who to?" Who can I run to? Yeah. Or like, I would uh, say, "Who can I run to?" Definitely. That was the biggest hit to me. Yeah, they, they closed up with understanding, and nobody cared. It's like, and Escape was like, "We told you, you should have let us close." It's like, <laughs> they, everybody was rocking to that week. They all were singing like dudes. Like everybody was singing along to that. Yeah. Like they all knew the words. Sixth grade jam for me. <laughs> It was, um, it was the after. It was the, it was the well after sixth grade gym. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sixth grade gym right there. <laughs> that was the Dunkin' Donuts gym. <laughs> they know how old I am. They know how old I am. <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> All right, we um we done with the well, well another quick take before we get to the serious shit. It's one more silly one and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's kind of silly. Yeah. Tasha Smith replacing Teresa Randall in Bad Boys 4. Like, what you think about that? I've been Why is there Bad Boys 4? <laughs> That's my Sorry. question. It's because 3 did well enough, they decided to do another one. I'm surprised they are doing one after with Will Smith with his, his name being what it is. I'm legit shocked they did, but they go going forward with it. I mean, I saw that. I think Teresa Randall has, is she having some health issues? Saying that she is health related because at first, like, yeah. people were roasting. It's like, um, that's, um, old girl from Tyler. Angela. Angela. Marcus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put Angela in there. Like, that's going to suck. Marcus! How <laughs> are you going to put Angela in there? Goddamn. <laughs> people were legit upset about I'm like, but Teresa, like, that's Martin's wife. That's like a, a minor character. It's like, huh, yeah. it's it shouldn't affect it too much. Yeah. It Teresa Randall been in all of the movies, so it's like it might be jarring to some, but the average person probably is not gonna care. It's like the characters, uh, like she's she's not she hasn't been essential to the plot in any of these movies. It's like no. could have totally left the character. They could have left her out of this one. I don't know why they recast it. Just don't show Martin's wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, why is there a bad boys for? I mean, I get, I mean, the search for more money. But yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I'm getting a little warm. It has nothing to do with Will Smith. I'm just getting a little warm of like all these remakes, especially it's like they not retired yet. <laughs> it's like, y'all still bad boys. Y'all ain't retired yet. Believe it or not, they actually talking about doing another Die Hard movie. Which, uh, hopefully that's off the table with Bruce Willis having dementia and all of that. Hopefully yeah. that that, that was talked about as recently as a year ago. Like I'm like, has, John McClane can't still be on the force all this time. Right, he's like 75 <laughs> years old at this point. 
<laughs> like this dude can't still be on the. And they gonna bring back uh pal like Al uh. Al, 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 Al they bring it back. He's like eighty. Well, well, he is kind of like now. He's doing. T he's, he's playing TV dad. So he is. Kind I love of, it. I love Reggie Bell Johnson's TV dad. I love Al Powell still is kind of. Unfortunately, can't bring um definitely Chief Dwayne. We lost on um, Paul Gleason years. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice to see him come back. He and played still. the perfect jerk. He was the per. He was the perfect jerk and everything. We salute Paul Gleason. We like Paul Gleason on this podcast. He was the greatest jerk. Yeah, one of the funniest, like what, like non unintentional funny lines in that movie. Would uh, think we gonna meet these more guys. FBI guys? <laughs> he just got exploded today. <laughs> now his reaction. Yeah, I guess we gonna need some more, need more FBI, FBI guys. Because <laughs> nobody liked those. Those FBI guys, they were dicks. Yeah, no one dicks. liked. Like, yeah, like, they were dicks. <laughs> nobody really. Nobody mourned their death. <laughs> I mean, like we shouldn't celebrate when people die, but. I mean, they were they were like arrogant. They were well, we we've got over, we've got them control from here now. Like they were, they were staying. Yeah. They act like they knew. Yeah, that's why Al, they needed to like, be humble. Al was like, yeah, I guess yeah, guess you're gonna charge them for not paying their light bill when they cut the power. First like, we cut lights, then we make them sweat. What? Uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna. <laughs> everybody knew that they were incompetent. Yeah, even Hans is like, yeah, like FBI right on cue. <laughs> he right knew they cut the power. Yeah. <laughs> Right there, they were gonna cut the power right on cue, yeah. So now we can mm -hmm. get into the damn. And then they told that man that he was going to lose his job or uh, cut the lights. You gonna tell that like, man that city Eve, worker? He's like, we can't cut. We got to cut off a whole city grid. It's like we can't do that on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is like folks are People opening having dinner with their families. Dinner is like, yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. He said, you "Cut the grid or lose your job." job. He's like, "Yeah," and then so he ended up cutting the grid because the dude threatened his job and shit. Yeah, you threatened this hardworking man on Christmas Eve. That's why he blew up in the house. So he got justice, yeah, because they died like a, like a right after that. So, yeah. yeah. So the so the, guy, the, 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 um, the electrical worker won and shit because they they blew up there like blew up like minutes after that. So there you go. <laughs> so they got there. Yeah. Let's get to the serious stuff now. You heard about the Chicago police officer that was um shot and killed, um, Ariana Preston, twenty four years old, a young girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, I didn't hear the story. She was shot in the um yeah eighty seventh in Blackstone. So yeah, we we know that area very well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Mary Nook right there. Yeah. yeah. And it's saying that it looked like it was personal the way she was shot. They don't have a suspect yet, but um yeah, I had to. Dressed this, I'm like, yeah, that's um, was a sad story. 24 years old, like I said, young girl, tragic shooting, yeah. So they um did a little vigil for her last night and everything, but I said, I definitely want to touch on that story, yeah. Oh. Yeah, condolences to um, you know, her family and everything, and I hope that they catch up. I mean, like, with everything now, how I always say everybody has like a rain doorbell camera or a nest or whatever, Vivian, everybody has like a doorbell camera, so. I'm hoping that a camera, camera was pointed in the direction of the shooting. I'm hoping a camera caught something because cameras literally are catching everything now. Even if somebody was riding down the block and like their dashboard, their dash cam caught it. Like a lot of people had oh, when those guys got hit outside of the Jeffrey pub. That's how they had footage. It was like a dash mm -hmm. cam caught one of them. And then the other one was like the one street lamp. Street yeah. lamp got the other angle. So yeah. I'm hoping I don't remember, that... I don't remember if like that driver ever got caught. I don't remember. I think I, they did. I think they eventually did catch him, I think, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, you're not getting away with nothing. Like, as, as we say now, like, everybody is being watched. Everything is being recorded. Everything is being watched. That's the good yeah. thing about... You really are I, in this room and show now. Well, that's the good thing about the climate that we're in today. So I'm hoping that 
this will be found and this will be a suspect will be in question within the next couple of days and that, you know, her family can get justice for her. Because hey, it's just awful. You, yeah, it's like, like you said, it sounded like it was personal. They didn't release many details, but they say it's like, it sounds like a personal thing then. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, more of the story just um, so I can be more mm -hmm. informed about yeah, it. Yeah, they can delve in. They can um, go and they can see, uh, you know, like, start researching like okay like um does she have any uh disagreements with anybody is it um a domestic situation mm. is it you know like you can kind of like go in and, like rule out certain people but yeah that's just sad Aww. i was like i hate you bring it down but um had to talk about that yeah i do have a quick tape that can bring it back up for us go ahead kid um, congratulations to Missy Elliott. Ah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's talk about it. Yes, congratulations. Let's talk about it. And Missy Elliott, she's somebody that's like I said, the the only person I think that could bow her in a versus is Buster Rhymes. That's the versus that I would see. Missy Elliott versus Buster. That's the only one that like, like when people keep on saying who can do Missy or who can do Buster, nobody can do. They can battle each other because they have the same energy. No one can matches their energy but them. But Missy, just so happy because, like, to me, Missy Elliott just doesn't get enough flowers to me. Like, I love Missy Elliott. Like, she's a singer, a songwriter, a producer, a rapper. Like, she has so many slash, 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 slash behind her name. So. Okay, I got the whole class. In addition to Missy Elliott for the 2023 performance category, we have um, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow. The late George Michael, glad he got in. Willie Nelson, Mr. Weed Man is in. Yes, still talking and smoking. Thought he been <laughs> went in, but yeah, yeah. Rage Against the Machine and the legendary spinner. So congrats to all of them. But I know the rubber band man. That's what I know, man. Yeah. Um, that might be the shy lights. I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> and I think um, they made Sadie. Is that the spinners too? Like not the R. Kelly version. I think the Spinners made their original Sadie. You know? <laughs> not the not the perverts version. <laughs> I want to say they. I know they did Rubber Band Man. That's what I mostly yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to all the new. Yeah, the new inductee. We also have other categories. Um, musical influence award. You had Lincoln Ray and um, cool DJ Herc. I don't. Do you know who that is? Let's see. Um, how you know yeah. I don't know who that is. Her, that's the godfather of hip hop. He based, he's considered the guy that invented hip hop. So he should have been when he, especially this year is the 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Wow, he's just getting in now. He's just getting in. I mentioned that on my show. I was like, how the hell is Kirk Kuhurk just getting in? Hip hop been around. It's 50 anniversary, 73. The 50th year anniversary this year. And Herc is just getting in. Like the guy that brought it here. Yeah, he he um invented it in the parks in the Bronx um 50 years ago. Yeah, that's what he did. Nice. So I was like, nice. Flowers. Definitely give your people their flowers. Shaka Khan is in Musical Excellence Award. So congrats mm -hmm. to Shaka Khan, who I saw in concert last year. Hot town. Yep. <laughs> and then one more um award. Um the legendary Don Cornelius is in. Yes, I saw that, Don. Yes. <laughs> the Soul Train just changed 
Soul Train, I said that made it cool because like Bandstand was had been on for years, but Soul Train took Bandstand and made it cool. But it's like it's the cool version of Bandstand. That's what they did. <laughs> we like like Dick Clark, but we got Don Cordelia still. So, yeah. And not being funny, at every black wedding, don't we do a Soul Train line? Soul Train line to this day, yeah. <laughs> we get like you you know what's up when you line down when everybody lines up like this and you're facing. Okay, we doing the Soul Train line. Let's go down the Soul Train line. Yep. People all over the world. <laughs> I want to be a Soul Train dancer. Watching Soul Train, I did. <laughs> uh, Soul Train, that was like the routine Saturday morning. So we didn't have when you didn't have cable and there wasn't no MTV, and especially wasn't no Vivo or nothing like that. <laughs> you want to watch video? You didn't have video, so you wanted to see like um the uh, favorite artist. It was like Bandstand and then Soul Train. That was the that was the routine on Saturday morning. Yeah. Bandstand came on early, I guess, because we sleep in on Saturday. And Soul Train came on like noon. Like, so yeah, like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Bandstand was like 9, 10 in the morning. So you had to get up early to see that. And then Soul Train was like noon. It's like, so it was like, okay, we're going to catch that. And you saw all your favorite artists of the day on there. Mm -hmm. Like more, Morris Day at a Time or whoever was out in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. all your favorite artists on Soul Train. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then they start having rappers like LL Cool J and like that. Mm -hmm. You start seeing your rappers appear. Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam. I remember them being on Soul Train like that. <laughs> I remember Rosie Perez. <laughs> no, Cheryl, who's um in Rick James Super Freak video. <laughs> I like Rosie. <laughs> And then nine, I mean, the guy, the one guy who was like, what would he do? Like a backflip, like some guy. He was like, with yeah. yeah. <laughs> the 90s, they had the guest host era, and then eventually Shamar Moore less said about him. The best. <laughs> Shamar Moore became the permanent host. Around that time was when I started getting more into um Showtime at the Apollo was the Steve. Well, <laughs> like I said earlier, you can't win them all. Like Shamar, like. That was disastrous when he got <laughs> And I like Shamar, but he he was disastrous as a host. Yeah, he didn't um, he didn't fit his idea. He didn't have the he didn't have the the, the charisma and the that Soul Train didn't try to get Steve Harvey. Like I said, because he was already doing Apollo. So yeah, I think he would have been a better fit for that because he already was on Apollo. Because Steve Country, he he would have been a better fit for Soul Train. I think. Like Shamar was like too prim and proper to me. For Soul Train, it's like, it's like you needed somebody. They should have gave it to Uncle Bernie. Bernie Mac should have been Uncle on Bernie, Soul Train. Yeah. Who? They originally Who started Chicago. He's Chicago. Yep, WCIU. A lot of people don't know that. It would have worked. Started at channel, channel 26, WCIU, back in the 70s. <laughs> Where it started, yeah. <laughs> of course, one of the most famous episodes of Soul Train early on was the Jackson 5, where Michael broke out the robot when they were doing Dancing yeah. Machine. <laughs> that was on Soul Train. <laughs> Michael went into the... <laughs> one of the most famous early episodes of Soul Train. Yeah. But congrats going out. But um what bummed me out is who didn't get in. Yeah. Tribe wow. Called Quest didn't make the cut, which kind of pissed me off. Like, well, maybe next time. Again, they gonna get it. They gonna get in. They gonna get in. Just hashtag justice for tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to wrap this up, or did you want to go into any more? Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up. Let's wrap, yeah, even though, yeah, we'll leave stuff on the table which you can come back to. Definitely appreciate your support and not another damn podcast, mm -hmm. episode 310. You want to support us further? Give us a like. 
Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. You can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how I do it. And you can check me at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, SCR8GULEY1 on Twitter. SCR8GULEY7 oh, excuse me. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Can't talk today. <laughs> also, please uh, check out my Facebook fan page, uh, Straight Gully. And you can check out straightgully.com. And then for your vlogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs, check out straightgillyproductions.com. Got it all out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tell you, I got my mouth dry. <laughs> yeah, I need some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a yeah, dry. <laughs> I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>